This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the earth at MyTalk1071.com uh, and on various at home devices that are looking Ooh. at Alexis right now. Um, <laughs> oh, no, scary. That's true. <laughs> and they're watching me crack up and laughing to myself here. <sighs> what, I'm the... just picturing <laughs> Matthew McConaughey on the little, I'm not making light of the Titanic, but you know, he's on the little <laughs> piece of wood in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's well, holding on. on. He's like, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Let's get over, Rose. I got to <laughs> get on this wardrobe. More me cooler too. if you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I smell okay on this raft. Uh, 8.05 oh, is the time. Uh, we are right in the middle. Uh, no, we just began yesterday. Uh, 10 days of giving. Uh, part of the My Talk 1071 Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund. We have teamed up with the Neighborhood Development Center to help businesses owned by people of color rebuild and resume their businesses. And yesterday it all kicked off. Uh, as of right now, we have a $40,000 goal for the whole 10 days. Right now we're sitting at 11000 by the way, thanks to whoever donated to get a nice even number there. But anyway, um, uh, yesterday we talked to Renee, the head, the executive director of the Neighborhood Development Center. And today uh, we're talking with one of the owners of one of the businesses affected. And uh, please welcome to the show, Chung Pham, the owner of Pham's Rice Bowl in Midtown Global Market. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me. Doing well. I, you know, any question about the circumstances seems a little uh, hollow and a little shallow. But I just, I, I just want to ask, just as a business owner and as a human, what the last month has been like for you and your family? Well, certainly, actually, the last three three months since yeah. uh, the announcement of the shutdown. Uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said it has been easy, uh, but it's been extremely tough from a financial standpoint. But uh, really, from day one after the shutdown, the community itself has been an, an amazing part of our lives where, you know, our friends, neighbor, community, uh, the local uh, the, 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 the local residents around the Midtown Global have been giving us extreme words of encouragement and then my uh one of my daughter's friend from uh, college started a GoFundMe on behalf of Farms Rice Bowl, and and really, the viral starts and spread around around the country where our friends that we haven't seen for and heard for twenty years they have heard of us and they giving us financial support emotional support so that's really what's keep us going. Right, can you now? Um, oh, and, and then as I was watching a lot of the. Uh, 
early reports, for example, out in New York, where a lot of the frontline healthcare workers and how uh, hard they work and, you know, how their family being affected by it. And so what I said, you know, I, I'm just sitting here feeling kind of useless. So I said, you know, I got to do something. So I started to contact the Abbott Hospital and start uh, asking to see if we can start donating, donating meals from there. And, and absolutely, they, they, they took us up on, on it. And Noman from the NBC, she started a GoFundMe for meals for medics. And then those just took off. And then it really, it, it, it helped twofold. One, it raised money. And it helps some of the uh, restaurant business owner within the market yeah. to get that funding. And it helped pay to offset some of the meals. And secondly, it, it helps providing meals over to Abbott Hospital. And to date, we have delivered over 2,500 meals over to Abbott Hospital. So that's oh, pretty incredible. Just amazing. Wow. Chung Pham is our guest from Pham's Rice Bowl in the Tongue Global Market. Lex? Yeah. Hey, I'm wondering, uh, we talked to Renee yesterday of uh, the Neighborhood Rebuilding Center. Can you talk a little bit about um, your work with them and how they're helping you and your business? Yes, absolutely. So uh, amazing with the uh, social media and the GoFundMe. And so, again, uh, give my kudos to Noman. She started a rebuilding GoFundMe rebuilding to heal the, the market and Lake Street. And with that, we have received tremendous support from the community and also people that we don't know that giving to rebuild the neighborhood uh, or the Midtown Global Market. And as you know, the Midtown Global Market, uh, we did sustain uh, some damage through the riot uh, on the exterior. The doors, windows were open. And some of the rioters, uh, they were able to make it into the interior of the buildings. And our business was one of the business that was uh, damaged by the rider. And, you know, I, I do have insurance. I have submitted into my insurance and still waiting to hear back from them. But uh, really, the funding and the community have support in giving both the, the emotional support, the financial support has been tremendous. Um, and, and, and what's really keep me going is that the neighborhood itself, they don't want to lose this beautiful part, the East Lake uh, Street Corridor that's been built up for the last 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right right immediately after the riot, uh, you know, I, I got my little card and I see the folks with uh, brooms, shovels going out there helping. I, I just bring out some bottled waters uh, and some mm-hmm. soda just to uh, hand it out to them for, I really appreciate them going out and help clean up the neighborhood. And within a half an hour, a couple of gals with three boxes of donated items. She, they just came up, said, "Where can we donate this?" Oh. And and I and and I yeah. truly believe in the social media, where within a half an hour to an hour, the social media spread, and yeah. thousands of people came bringing donated food, and it spread out to the community. And the community came out. Whoever needed food and wanted food, they just started loading up and and taking it, and and we could. To a point where we couldn't, couldn't control the traffic because so many people came and give. Oh, wow. Awesome. I, I have a question about how you started. It looks like you've been there since 2006. Do you remember the first day that you opened and what that was like? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, uh, I, I, was in, I was in corporate for 20 years, and I always wanted to start my own business. And, and I used to live out in Seattle, and I was uh, very familiar with uh, the Pike Place market. And then when the Midtown Global Market came came about, 
and I was working on the insurance projects for them at that point. I said, you know what? I need to be a part of this place because it sounds really cool. Um, I had no idea what South Minneapolis was like, but I just needed to be there. And, and, but I knew that a line on corporate, uh, they house about 2,000 employees there. Mm-hmm. So we, we needed that core of employee base for us to start. But I, I remember the, the first day, the soft opening, we had, you know, I had no restaurant business at the time. I, I, I'm not a trained chef. Right. We started and, you know, with through help with families and friends who had restaurants, they create recipes for us. Uh, it was an amazing how it started. Again, uh, it took us almost uh, took us in the market almost two years to three years to start breaking even. But it's the the vibe of the market that created that international scene was unbelievable. And at the and now uh, before the ride and COVID, of course, it it has become like a destination spot for the people around the Twin City to come as a leading food hall, food vendor, mm-hmm. retail shop, in, international theme for people to come to. It's fantastic. Yeah, and, so good. and before we let you go, I, I'm so glad you spoke to it because um, uh, it's always encouraging to see, even in times where the restaurant industry is suffering, uh, that community always stands up, you included, to help others. Even, you know, this isn't the best time for restaurants, but owners and proprietors like yourself, uh, you guys stand up uh, to help the community at large and it's one of the reasons uh we're we're all of us uh, are are very lucky to have the restaurant industry that we have uh in the twin cities would you not agree absolutely you know and 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 one of the reasons why we continue to to thrive and survive is that as restaurant owner i'm we're there in the front lines talking with the customer on a daily basis we get to know our our customer base on a very personal basis. Yeah. And then so that's one of the driving force for us to continue to serve our customers. Well, we're going to continue. Uh, we're going to continue to assist you guys by shining a light on this and raising as much money as we can. Uh, Trung, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate your time. Great. I, and I, I, I really appreciate you uh, uh, giving us the spotlight on this to uh, raising awareness and hoping to rebuild. Uh, well, yes, we'll... thank oh. you. Thank you. And on a personal note, I had my son over at the Mother Baby Center just right across. There's actually a little tunnel that goes into the Midtown Global yes. Market. And mm-hmm. um, uh, so I had him about seven months ago, and my mom and husband would go and grab food for me. And thank you for your delicious rice bowls. So it's really uh, Chinese, Vietnamese. It's kind of like a great fusion of, of food. So, and of course, like you said, the Midtown Global Market, it's a great destination for international cuisine and gifts. And we definitely want to see it thrive. So. We're excited to come back when you guys reopen and uh, mm, just have some delicious food. Trung, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Fom's Rice Bowl, everyone, in Midtown Global Market. I didn't know that, Lex. I was gonna. I didn't know that, that, it, that there was a center there. Yeah. You, well, there's a little tunnel that you can go tunnel. underneath. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. To, to, to get food, and um, yeah, there were a few times that uh, they travel over there and bring me some food because you know <laughs> he's in the hospital for a month. So yeah. oh, that's know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the at the hospital is really good, but you know to get some really delicious different food um mm-hmm. from from the hospital food was was very very nice and <laughs> uh, man now i'm hungry i know me too <laughs> let's check the total uh and let's yeah, see uh, let's see how we are if we uh, have a weird number here we go <laughs> okay. oh. 
We are up to eleven thousand six hundred and thirty five dollars, everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Thank you very much. Uh, some sh- <laughs> some shout outs. Yeah, who do we got? Here? Uh, Gail see. Gillis, Mariah Mensing, Robert Russell, uh, Emma Becker, Deborah Kwong, uh, and Laura Sutherland are the new ones. Um, oh, uh, the bucks. last. Thank you guys. Yes. <gasps> oh, Robert donated nineteen dollars. I know. I'm. I Robert. <laughs> I love you. Uh, people are just messing with me, Kenny. They're just messing with me. Uh, but we're at a good number right now. Let's 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 raise the number, but let's. Leave Leave it on fives and zeros, okay? $11,635. Lex, how do people donate? MyTalk1071.com. Just click on the Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund or use MyTalk keyword neighbor. And it's a GoFundMe page, so very secure. And yes, please donate weird numbers so Jason gets real. Yeah, great. Yeah. Thanks. I suspect Phil Jones will step in and oh, screw things he'll up donate again. a dollar just to mess up this this total, or Amy yeah. Daniels will. Uh, it is six, uh, not six. Jason, you're going back oh, in time. No, please. no, no, no. It is eight sixteen. This year's uh, Twin Cities Pride is going virtual, and they need your support. You can purchase a, a My Talk a Pride T-shirt. All proceeds are going to go to Twin Cities Pride, um, or you can donate directly. Text TC Pride to four four three two one. Back after this. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Time to get caught up with the lighter side of the news with Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Good morning, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, you guys. Um, good okay, morning. Let's start with the situation over at ABC. So we've been talking a lot about Condé Nast and um, what is being exposed at Condé Nast as a not great working environment for people of color. Um, and now we are learning more about ABC. So there is one particular executive who has been suspended, and there were a, allegedly a lot of comments that were made by this particular executive that were racist. They, first of all, in lots of other arenas, this person is just apparently a bully, but then also racist comments that were made. Sonny Hostin from The View is responding. Uh, she said it was a tough weekend for me, and I was really disappointed and saddened and hurt when I learned about the racist comments that were allegedly made about me, my colleagues, and my dear friends. So the Huffington Post published a report over the weekend that claimed that Barbara Fedita, who is a senior vice president of talent and business at the network, had made insensitive and racist comments about Sonny Hostin and other on-air talent, including Good Morning America's Robin Roberts. Yeah. And Robin oh Roberts is like... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The golden egg over there. She is. I mean, she's the star of the show. So ABC News has now placed this woman on administrative leave as the network conducts an independent investigation. 
Um, now, for her part, this uh, former executive issued a statement through her attorney calling the allegations incredibly misleading. But, you know, I have a, um, a former colleague who worked at ABC who published a Facebook post on her page about the um, terrible treatment that she received at the hands of this woman. Oh, really? And how much it really damaged her. Um, and And so I think the culture that this woman was in charge of creating was not good for anyone, but particularly for black people and people of color. Well, I, I can't see how this ends uh, without just the ultimate firing of this woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? If yeah. they got, if the same company, if they got rid of Roseanne for right. one, for a, for a right. racist good tweet, they, if ABC got rid of Roseanne, in a matter of hours, I know. let's not forget that. In a matter of hours, uh, they made the call. Uh, I, if you have this many people saying that she's been doing this for years, why do we need an investigation? It's I don't know. really an interesting look, too, at the behind the scenes, right? I mean, because I think right. people who are in front of the camera sometimes have their feet held to the fire for every little word they say. Yeah. <laughs> and... um and so it's easier to kind of make a statement that way. I think when you're looking at changing a culture, you have to look even more closely at what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're the puppeteers there. Yeah, it's so true. So they this, create the culture. It's really um, fascinating. There were also, in this, this Huffington Post article I read over the weekend, and it was really, um, it was talking about how this woman, Barbara's counterparts at the other networks, every year were at, like, the... Um, you know, the NAACP meetings, always having conversations about diversity and adding diversity into the network and that she never attended. Um, <laughs> it didn't paint a good picture of this woman. And when I, and you know, you can kind of read that stuff and go, okay, well, I don't know. You know, that's one reporter doing the story. But then when I had this former colleague write that, I thought, whoa. Well, okay. Yeah. And I love AB. I, I love the company, but... When you're, uh, isn't it pretty clear if you're the person, your your executive isn't go is the only one of all the networks not going to a diversity? Yeah, I I don't know. Okay. I know it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, to how me, busy but, are you? Yeah, it's like two days. Yeah, there's okay. probably donuts and stuff too. No, probably, um, it's just yeah. ridiculous. That's the only reason you know you go to conferences, you go to well, meetings. let alone you know it's probably really lonely at the top and there are other people that will be you know kind of your equals or your colleagues on the same level you think you'd want to i know associate there's sometimes some people though that have a really hard time they get so like obsessed with themselves that they can't see the bigger mm. picture you know good and point you would see this sometimes like in local tv news you'd see the reporters you all be out on a story together and the one who would not speak to any of the other crews because yeah. oh. it was sort of like this major competition thing and you're going guys we're in Duluth. We're probably going to go somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> we might end up, we might end up working together at some point down the line. You know, that's like the idea of if you're in pro sports to just be really awful to the other teams. You might get traded to that. Oh, you get traded. Sort right. of strange. Oh, Elizabeth, there are no awful people here in local media. What are you talking about, Elizabeth? <laughs> Or any other market. Elizabeth, oh, I love you, but I mean, what are you talking about? There are no horrible people in local oh, media. Oh, gosh. Um, I have to tell you something that's going to make you feel really old. What? Uh -oh. What? It's just going to make everybody feel old. What? Kathy Lee Gifford's daughter, Cassidy, got married. Oh, really? really? She would talk about Cody and Cassidy nonstop. All the time. And yeah. she would get so much heat for talking about them when I just kind of thought, 
it was she was a mother and she was sharing her life. Which yeah. which what you're supposed to do which on that is program. What you're supposed to do, uh-huh. but, yeah. you know, she got raked over the coals for it. Um, but her daughter got married. I mean, it just seems like time marches on, which is what it does. It seems like yesterday that uh-huh. I was by. Oh, we got to go. Oh crap, we got to go. I'm Elizabeth Reese, today three, Twin Cities Live. Bye. <laughs> Oh, nope. We're at. Oh. We, oh. <laughs> I'm so afraid. It's at 30? I'm like. I'm yeah, so it's at 30. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I Technical thought it was at. I, I thought it was at 27. 27. Oh, no. It's not It's not at 30 today? It's at 30. Or it's today. always at 27.30. Oh. Oh, 27.30. Why? Okay. It'll start. No, this is ridiculous. Like, no, I'm yelling at myself. How long have I been doing the show? I don't know. It's I, not I, changed. Here I know. Yes, here it is. Why, I keep thinking it's at the top. Okay. You should the top blame, of 27. Uh, Elizabeth. Pandemic. Yeah, blame I'm going to blame the pandemic. Just oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm ready. I, I like how you're like, oh, my God, we got to go. Yeah. I'm like, I, we do? No. I, my watch thinks I'm having a heart attack. It's all right. Yeah. Well, there's Elizabeth Reese, everybody. It's these people donating $1 to the donation. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. We'll be right back, everyone. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. <laughs> What's so funny? Colin wrote wrote a text. He goes, he sent me a text. He goes, You did that last week too. Should I write a piece of paper and should I make a piece of paper in front of you with the times? And I go, Well, it's actually already on my sheet in front of me, but I I don't know why I keep... You've worked here for how long? I know. 13 13 years. years? Uh, Isn't that weird how our brain does that, though? I know. What's the deal? I know. You're stressed out. I... I, Something. It just... It's like a computer that needs to be defragged. I think so. (laughs) Are you stressed right now? Um, I... How are you feeling? You know... Well, I realize it's like... Well, none of us have, really. I mean, but I was realizing... um, I, I really haven't taken like a day off or anything. And oh. uh, you know what I mean? And and, and yeah. maybe that's yep. it or I, I don't know. But um, yeah. yeah, it's it's maybe I'm just fried. I don't know. I, yeah, it's just There's a lot going on. But it's just so funny. I How many times have I done that? Uh, tossed to that break correctly. And then the last two weeks, I keep thinking that anyway. Yeah, yeah thousands yeah. of times. Thousands of Literally. times. And uh, yeah, anyway, it's uh, my I, I think I need a, a hard reboot. <laughs> yeah, I need to, the day away. Huh? That's right. Press, Control, press, alt, delete. delete. That's right. I yeah. think, I think, uh, I think I need that. But Colin's like, should I write a piece of paper there for you? No, I already have it. <laughs> well, and speaking of breaks, oh my goodness, I put this on the sh- sheet a couple days ago, and we never got to it. And then I just read another article, which is further depressing me. Uh-oh. So, um, I yeah, I um, you know, I I take usually two weeks off in in july and i we've pushed that back uh through august because well obviously the covid um so we were gonna go to uh, as we sometimes do we were gonna go to hawaii and colin found out that the governor of hawaii has prolonged the quarantine period mm, which yes. means you when you fly there you have to quarantine for two weeks before you can interact with humans yep so I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's who the vacation. Yeah, who, who has time to do that? So we shan't be doing that. Yeah, I have a cousin that lives there. She oh, was telling really, me about Lex? that. Yeah, my folks go usually every year for their anniversary. Yeah. And they, they 
couldn't this year, can't this year. Um, but yeah, my cousin said, and just FYI, there's a quarantine time before you can even really enjoy what if you and own see us property there what if you already own a place there it's got to be different for you right yeah maybe it's different maybe but yeah colin goes want want we found that out over the weekend i'm like well okay well let's switch gears there and then i just read an article just in that commercial break where um the headline at airlines ban alcohol on planes so what yeah I didn't know this. I didn't see that. No, listen to this. So here's the article from News 4 Nashville. Uh, Delta Airlines isn't serving alcohol on domestic flights, but beer, wine, and spirits can be found on international flights. So they're... they're, That's surprising. Yeah, they're doing that to, I guess, limit interactions. And how many times you're taking off your mask to drink something. Yeah. Okay, I see now. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, airlines. Wow, you have to drink a gingy then, Jace. I'd rather take a bus. I'm going to just, I'll walk. Oh, my God. I'll walk. You don't want a ginger ale? No, I don't want a ginger ale. I'd rather, oh, it's so good. I'd rather no, hitchhike. It's so refreshing and <laughs> it is. crisp. No, uh-huh. no. So, yeah, it's KLM, Delta, and American Airlines. They, it's just alcohol. Yeah, they're not doing well, alcohol. That doesn't, make, that doesn't make any sense. What about people that drink water, coffee, soft drinks, etc.? Yeah, and I wonder is that just is that in steerage? Oh is come that, on! I don't know. <laughs> is that a... Maybe they're just gonna do one one. <laughs> Thank you, Hope, for laughing at that one. There is that <laughs> one just trip a, down the aisle. Is it? They, they let you poor people drink back in steerage? I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, come on, Penny. We're drinking gingies back there, having the time of our lives. Oh, gosh. It was when, when, we, t- yourself that. when we took Dawn to Disney World. It was I, I don't know if I ever told Dawn this, but it was so funny. We got the ticket kind of last minute uh, for Dawn. Uh, to come with us, and we actually managed. And don't mean to talk about you in the third person there, Don. But but uh, but we got Don's ticket last minute, and obviously because it was a Christmas flight, that it was booking up rather quickly. So there were no the, Colin, who does all of our travel. Colin comes back to me and he goes, "Okay, I can get Don on our flights, but here's the problem: I can't get her. I can't get her in first <laughs> class with us." And I start laughing. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, how funny is this that?" <laughs> We have to put her in steerage. Yeah. So so we got on the plane and I just I couldn't even look at Don, not because of our joke of like of you know, when Lex and I joke, you know, Lex as you pass me, don't don't make eye contact oh, yeah. with me. Oh yeah, don't worry, I'm but not looking at you. I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my goodness, here I am sending Don with us and I'm sending her to steerage. <laughs> you didn't sit in steerage? No, girl, I didn't sit in steerage. No, but we're like Don's Here's what's even funnier. Here's what's even funnier is that I I um I didn't I thought I was sitting by them and there was a seat next to them so I you know I'm getting my stuff and they got on oh. first and then I oh. um then I came up and I go oh I can't wait to play my Nintendo Switch they start settling in and putting my stuff up above oh. the thing next to them and they go oh oh no you're not sitting with us this isn't your seat it's back there and I was like oh I'm oh. sorry got bench seating back there I know yeah. oh my gosh I don't care at oh, all no, 
Although it was I was just so funny. On the floor. Oh, I, <laughs> Colin goes, yeah, Colin goes, I can get her in steerage plus. I can get her yeah, in the comfort in plus. The comfort plus. It yeah. was great. And then I said, well, <laughs> I said, if she drank, I'd send alcohol back there, but she doesn't drink. <laughs> so, you know, but oh, oh God, we laughed so hard. I'm like, and oh. then I made it even more awkward by almost sitting in someone else's seat next to them. <laughs> <laughs> and then remember, Jason, there was that whole debacle with the family that came on and had oh! like three different kids Lord. sitting in, and they're trying to make other people move. Oh, yeah. It was, um, oh. I got so much heat for this there from my two friend. different families. Oh, I know. I went off on this, Lex, when we, when we came back from the break and my my friend Shane, Shane Wells from the Jason show, she was so mad at me because, you know, she has two kids. and the, But I tried to explain to her where my anger was. These and Colin will probably have to correct me. We were frustrated because they had they had a lot of kids and they didn't. How was it? They had four kids. They had four kids. They had two older that could sit with each other that they were in the very first row. Yeah. And they didn't. You were supposed to do seat assignments, Lex, online, and they didn't. So then they got on the plane and wanted and needed every you know they needed people to rearrange to they accommodate asked, them. You move yeah, for them? And no people, one wanted to because no. it was a Christmas flight. So. And we had all picked our seats, and you pay for that. Yeah, you pay for you, to to pick your seats. So Lex, nobody was budging. Like nobody was moving because there were other families there that were. Um, uh, they paid to sit together. Yeah. So, but this family didn't pay, and they wanted, and they got real huffy. Now, this is where I had the problem. Hear me, hear me right. Just like I said, the, my problem was they got real crappy with the flight attendants. Yeah. As and they were the last people to board Lex, mm-hmm. so the flight was being delayed because of them, and they were being real crappy to the flight attendants who were so nice and just trying to convince somebody to move, and nobody was moving. And we were like, Lord have mercy. It was just, it was a big kerfuffle. Put them ashore, please. Yeah. Just it was, get them off. It was, yeah, get them out of here. It was like, okay, guys, I get it. But, and the flight attendant politely tried explaining to the mom, or I'm sorry, the dad, you know, this is not, not how it works. And you could have picked your, your seats and you didn't. And we're, we apologize. And nobody wants to move because this is a plane full of other families that want to sit by their kids. And it was just how old oh. were the kids? Were they so they were by themselves or uh, two older, like Dawn said, and then and two then like younger, six year old, and then a baby. So yeah. the mom had the baby, and then the six year old was sitting with the dad, but then the two older kids were separated. One of them yeah. actually was next to. There were two families that did this. Yes, and at the last minute, trying to get people to move, and this happens yeah. a lot now yeah. on flights. I I just I think we encounter it more than we'd like to. Yeah, and I'm sorry to be snobbish about it, but. Pay the extra twenty five dollars, please. Yeah, well, and it, well, just if they're going to enforce that, you know, other people have to pay, and it's anyway. It was just, it, and we yeah, felt bad because it was Christmas Day. Cattle car, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's your own fault, and the, and the flight attendant shouldn't have to apologize for your mistake. Yeah, you know it was just, it was just bad because they were going to displace other families on Christmas, and it's like, guys. Okay, let's let's close the door. Uh, eight forty. Eight forty three. We're gonna take a break. We'll wrap up the circus right after this. Okay, we are ninety dollars away from a uh, from twelve thousand dollars. We are yes. We are at eleven thousand nine hundred and ten dollars for our neighborhood rebuilding fund. Uh, thank you very, very much. And don't forget, today's matching sponsor is Sears Imported Autos. Thanks to Sears Imported oh, Autos. Thank you. Uh, they were one of them that called and said, "I want, we want in on this, like now." Yep. 
Um, we didn't even have to call them. So thanks to Sears Imported Autos. Again, we are $90 away from uh, from 12000 We have five minutes left of the show. I think we can hit it. Let's do it. Uh, oh, yeah. I would love to hit twelve. I would like to, uh, to, to try 15, to hit... 15000 well, not fifteen thousand. I was hoping for maybe thirteen thousand by the time our show ends. If we can yeah. get a thousand dollars more, uh, that would be great. Donate now. Go to mytalk1071.com and hit that donate now button, and it takes you a minute to do, and we'll give you a shout out while we yes. wait for your donations to roll in. Uh-huh. Hint, hint. Don uh, Michael Strahan. We've been teasing this for a while. What's he saying? Well, yeah. he actually did a town hall meeting with ABC and Bob Iger, and in that meeting, they were asked. Asking employees, you know, are you happy being here? Is there anything that we need to know about? It was basically just to discuss all the issues that have been going on. And he did not speak exactly on who he was talking about in his time. But everybody knew that he was talking about being on live with Kelly. Oh, he say he basically said that because he is a black man, he didn't feel like he could speak up backstage um, and he did not, he wanted to make sure that, um, the person he was working with, uh, when he was asked about it later, that Kelly's a really hard worker and it didn't have anything to do with her personally. Oh, okay. Uh, she didn't mistreat him in any way, but as we all know, there was some contention on that show. Yeah. You know, he oh, yeah. didn't, he w- didn't want to be just a sidekick. He thought that he was coming on as a true co-host. And, um, so whenever, there were discussions about that and people things got heated he felt that if he raised his voice like a white man would people would see him as aggressive oh i see and you know he's trying to bring to light something that we haven't you know maybe we don't think about that they feel like they are um being suppressed that they can't be their true selves because of how they'll be perceived you know, and mm. that's a problem. That's systematic racism. Yeah. And so that yeah. was a part of the conversation. I wonder um, if he feels that way on GMA. Uh, he didn't speak about GMA, but, you know, maybe yeah. just in general. I'm just sure that general, he does yeah. feel that way. That whenever he has to speak, he has to be extra careful about how he talks about something. Well, and, especially if he's one of the few. I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, especially yeah. if he's one of the few people of color if he's one of the few black employees i don't know what the makeup is on live so i'm not it's unfair for me to Mm -hmm. but if he was one of the few that adds to it too you know what i mean if he if he feels if he felt at the time that if he spoke up he'd be like oh whatever you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i yeah i'm glad they did that that uh i'm glad they did that round table he said uh bob Iger was part of it yes he was leading it um yeah because diversity means a lot i reading bob's book it's it it is uh i'm sure this controversy right now at abc is just driving bob crazy because mm-hmm. he was the one that pushed when people were telling him that uh black panther wouldn't work mm-hmm. overseas oh that's right yeah um people were exa- other executives were telling him bob don't do this because it's uh, um, a superhero movie with a black lead will not sell overseas and bob basically said uh, bite me um, yeah, and we're going to do this. Proved him wrong. Yeah, he did over yeah. and over. Well, well, over and over and over again. So wow. I'm glad Strayhand quit that gig too. He's just gone. That was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Not only did he did he leave without telling anybody, he took a way, 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 way better job. It was oh so yeah. Awesome. He also he admitted that Kelly refused to meet with him ahead of his exit. 
Although he said, I don't hate her. I do respect her for what she can do at her job. I cannot say enough about how good she is at her job. But yeah, she wouldn't it seems meet like with she him. Make, doesn't it seem like she makes everybody in her life a sidekick? That, that, that's just my perception of her. That mm. she's always number one in every relationship she's But in. I would also argue, Kenny, that a lot of men do that, but huh. we don't talk about them in that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Wink, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe she was, yeah. you know, maybe at the point she was probably feeling um, yeah. after Regis that she wasn't getting the credit she deserved uh, for right. carrying the show, you know, in that interim. So there's a lot of dynamics at play. Um, it is uh, coming up on 855. We are sitting at $12,210. Nice. So we're, we're close to the 13000 You still have time to donate. Uh, Leanne Schumacher, thank you. Brenda Lynch, Margaret, uh, Karen. Oh, that's $100 here. I know, a ton. <gasps> wow. Uh, Deb Partridge Knutson, Charlene Kloss, Linda, uh, Gail Gillis, Mariah Mensing, Robert Russell, Emma Becker. Guys, thank you so much. Deborah Kwong, uh, we really, really appreciate it. And it continues. And again, thanks to Sears Imported Autos for today's matching sponsor. Um, uh-huh. $1,500, yep. too. Those haven't even been added yet, guys. Nope, nope <gasps> not. And I think we hit today's $1,500 Oh, we did. Already. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So ba- huh. basically, you can add another 3000 to this right now. So we're we're over $15,000. Yes. In, in less in a day and four hours. <laughs> Three wow. hours. So keep donating by going to mytalk1071.com. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Help us rebuild. Oh, so amazing. Uh, have a great day. We love you so much. Be safe. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. So beautiful.